Hey everyone, welcome to the Frugalicious Podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Beth. And I'm a nature enthusiast. And I'm a budget enthusiast. And I love making things. And I love learning things. And I'm a teacher. And I'm a teacher. Here on the podcast, we give you some frugal and fabulous tips, tricks, and life hacks. We're here today to bring you the first of our holiday series, Let's Talk Gifting. So fun. Don't chase somebody. Nope. The money chase you. That's right. Cause you're the boss now. Tell them daughters what to do. It's frugalicious. Yeah, it's a movement. We'll find the discounts. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. Since it's the holiday season, we are devoting three special episodes to common budget issues that tend to come up around the holidays. So our first topic that we're going to talk about in this episode is gift giving. Buying gifts for everyone on your list. It sounds fun at the beginning. overwhelming. Yeah, but then you're like, oh, and this person, this person. And then this is what I'm coming across this year. I keep getting invited to gift exchanges. Ugh, so annoying. And I love gift exchanges, but it just adds. But if you go to like five, then it's like so many, yep. So we want to talk about this because it can just easily turn into a drag when it should be fun and it should be this thing about relationships and bringing joy to other people. Right, but the problem Mm -hmm. for me is in order to get the gift that I want to give everyone on the list, sometimes it ends up being like so much more than I budgeted or so much more than I want to spend and then I Mm -hmm. look back on the month of December and all the things that I need to buy and it just feels crazy and it feels Mm -hmm. like it's breaking the bank. We're going to talk a little bit about how to keep things on the low spending end for giving gifts. Let's start with a little inspiration from mom, shall we? Oh, good one. Yeah, we love to talk about our mom on the podcast because she taught us so much. (laughs) So much. We're hoping to talk her into coming on the podcast. Yeah, maybe you'll hear from our mom soon in the future. One thing that mom always did, and actually this drove me nuts as a kid. Did it? Yes. But I think now it's a brilliant idea and I do it. it. It's the gift box. Oh, yeah. Okay, so do you remember when one of our friends had a birthday? Yeah. Mom would be like, hey, go to the gift box and pick something right. out. And I hated not being able to go to the store and pick something out. Yes. But now as an adult, I see the brilliance of this because so you find something on a super good clearance or sale or sometimes re-gift. re-gift. Sometimes I get really pretty scarves from people, but I already have other scarves. And I know that that's going to make somebody else so much happier. Totally. And if it's new and if you haven't box. used it, that is a great tip. So sometimes if you have things that you can just put aside for later that you mm-hmm. already have that's new, given to you, or that you bought, or that you made, and you're like, I don't know what yeah. to do with this thing right now, put it in the gift box. Because then you always have a gift on hand, especially always. for like the white elephant gift exchange. Yes. You know what else I love about this is I found it comes up in really handy for someone that's a newer friend to you. Mm. And then all the sudden you find out it's their birthday in just a couple days. I've been able to like, oh, let's grab some good lotion and like a pretty candle or something and give it to them. And they feel so excited that, oh, this person that only knew me a month is giving me a gift. But it was something that I had right there on hand. So I find it allows me to be more generous in a way because I have it right on hand. Love that. I really love to recycle gift bags. I am not a very good gift wrapper, first of all, so that's maybe (laughs) where this came from. But what I love about gift bags is that you can use them over and over again. And so when I give someone a gift, I'm like, the gift bag is part of the gift because I reuse all our (laughs) gift bags. After I got married, we seriously had gift bags for three years. I also, I know this sounds very cheap, but I think... Tissue paper. Tissue paper. Yeah. Seriously, who wants to go out and buy a bunch of tissue paper? So sometimes it's a bit embarrassing because at family gatherings, they're like, oh... Fred and Beth are going to take the tissue paper home. (laughs) And they like start throwing all the tissue paper our way. But seriously, I don't think I have, 
I bought, went like five years without buying tissue paper. Yeah. And it's like, it gets crumpled anyway. So yep. you might as well. Some people iron their tissue paper or their wrapping paper. I don't go oh, that no. far. I reuse bows and boxes. And I know that mm-hmm. a couple years ago, you had a ton of like holiday boxes. And then you baked a bunch of cookies. And you put the cookies oh, yeah, in all these like holiday mm-hmm. boxes. So then it's like half the gift is already there. This is back to my childhood of yes. saving things that I know I can use. But I'll save things like maybe things that weren't necessarily originally designed as gift wrap. Oh. But I know it can make a really cute gift. So sometimes, you know, you get a cute little metal tin pail or something or a oh, basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to use it maybe around my house, but I'll put that in the regifting box totally. too. I even saw, I, I don't know, some movie theater, if you bought their large popcorn, you got a metal popcorn bin yes. that was Star Wars or something. If I had gotten that, I would have saved that little popcorn tub yeah. for a put little a boy, yeah. put his gift in there, and then he's got it. this cool tub too. There's a lot of ways to wrap a gift that That's don't require you to go out and buy something. I actually recorded a little audio diary about this for you guys, so let's take a listen. Let's talk DIY wrapping because I just did one of my favorite DIY wrapping jobs that I think I've ever done. So I wanted to share it with you guys. Not only did the wrapping cost me zero dollars because I just used things that already existed, but for me, it was a really fun and pleasant process to put it together. So let me tell you what I did. So I went foraging today and I just took a little walk around outside and I gathered rosemary and I gathered leaves and I gathered these pretty holly berries and I had some old burlap from something else. So I just cut squares of burlap and wrapped it around the gift and tied a ribbon around it, which by the way, here's a bonus frugal tip. Every time you get a little random piece of ribbon on something, just save it. And these little six to 12 inch strips of ribbon are so great for reusing for gifts. So I just save them, all of them. And then whenever I'm wrapping somebody's present, I grab a piece of ribbon that I like, wrap it around the gift. And I think it looks so much prettier than that plastic disposable ribbon. So I got my ribbon, I got all my foraged goods. I made these cute little bundles, which I took pictures of so you guys will be able to see it. And I attached these cute little bundles to the burlap sacks that I made. And I just think they look adorable. And also today I was at the grocery store and they happened to have a big old bag of cinnamon sticks. And this time of year, I'm always using cinnamon sticks. So I was like, okay, I'll buy the bulk bag. Well, then I got home and I realized I should tie a little cinnamon stick on this as well. So my adorable little burlap sack bundles now include rosemary, holly berries, maple leaves, and a cinnamon stick. Again, didn't cost me anything extra. It was stuff I already had. For me, it's a really fun way to wrap presents because no two presents are ever wrapped the same when I do the DIY method. So it's a fun creative process. It makes it unique. And people can always tell that it's from me because very typically I have (laughs) flowers or something attached to the gift because I love to put a little bit of nature on there every time. So it's also a fun way to have a trademark, a trademark gift wrapping style. I am a big fan of the DIY gifts. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yep. I'm constantly making things. I'd rather make things than buy things. That's my go-to. And this works well, too, when you do have a lot of people you want to give gifts to. Mm -hmm. You can make a big batch of something really nice. Totally. Like some really good smelling bath salts 
Yeah, well, last year you made those lotion bars. I made lo that was a couple years ago, but yeah, I made those lotion bars. Yeah, which I still use as chapstick, by the way, because I had some left, and it's some of the best chapstick ever. That's Anyways, awesome. Anyways, it's like made bath salts yeah, with I essential oils. I made candles. Oh, that was really fun. One year I made everybody cinnamon raisin swirl bread. Oh, and they were so excited. Over the moon about it. Bread's <laughs> not that hard to make, but a lot of people don't make it, and right. so if you get a loaf of bread, it feels really special. Yeah, because there's a lot of time and love put into that. Yeah, if you make a bunch at once and mm -hmm. then it's a lot easier too so right so diy go for it something else that's a really good idea that we have i've started doing with mom and dad not for christmas but for like birthdays and stuff because they don't really want anything is you do the gifts of time mm -hmm. so for example we do this with our niece too because she's younger and she like has a lot of toys already mm -hmm. we have started taking her out on little dates for her birthday or for christmas and so we take her to a little play place or we take her out for mcdonald's ice cream or we take her to the park and that's a really fun thing that we can do that doesn't cost a lot of money and really the most valuable gift that we could give her is spending time with her mm -hmm. you can also take someone out to a movie mm -hmm. or invite someone over to your house watch a movie, make popcorn, buy snacks. That could be a really meaningful time that you spend with them. Also, if you have a bit more money and you do want to spend time with people, you could do things like take them out for a nice meal, take them out for a manicure or a pedicure, or do an escape room or something yeah. where you have an experience together and doing that as a gift of time. And it, it really is amazing how long the memory takes you. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you're thinking like, oh, it's not a tangible gift. It's just going to go away. It's only for that moment in time. And it is for that moment in time. But, yeah, you know, I find like a lot of times we'll be together and we're like, oh, yeah, remember, remember this in the escape thing? room. Yeah. Or remember this. And it just, those memories bring you right back to that place. And yeah. so you're actually able to relive it multiple times. Right. And so I feel like sometimes it makes the gift last longer than right. any tangible object you would have given right. them. Well, and something that you can do that I've started doing too is that you can take a picture of whatever you're doing, yes. go to Walmart or whatever, print it for 29 cents, and then you can put it in their card and be like, hey, remember when we oh, went and did this thing? A lot of people a don't idea. print pictures anymore, but it's really yeah. cheap and easy. And then that's something that they can look back and be like, we did this thing together. So one thing one of my friends taught me about is called a favorite things party. And what's really fun about this is it's a type of gift exchange, but instead of just trying to buy one gift that you're hoping everybody will think is interesting or hoping won't get thrown away when they get home because it's so generic. So let's say there are six people coming to the party. You bring five of your favorite things. So you're going to give one gift to each of those people. Oh. But it's all the same thing and it's something that's your favorite. Like chocolate. Yeah, or like cinnamon raisins, swirl oh, bread. <laughs> that's yeah. actually where that one was because that's one of so my favorite So then everyone things. goes so home with the same thing. everyone went home with that. Oh. And then, you know, one of my friends, she got all of us white t-shirts because she loves white t-shirts. But now every time I wear that white t-shirt, I think oh. of my friends. It's a really fun way to pick out a present and it's really an efficient way too because yeah. you just have to think of one gift but you get to give it to five people that's yeah. another fun way to kind of take some of the brain power out of, not well, like the power. pressure off because everyone's pressure. going home with the same mm -hmm. gift so it's not yes. like everyone has to outdo the other people one last idea that we have for you is a gift exchange so we started doing this with our family a lot of mm -hmm. people do like secret santa at work or whatever but we started doing it with our family because as our family is getting bigger 
I love picking out presents, but it was just so hard to try to think of presents for like eight mm -hmm. different people. And so now what we do is we do what we call a semi-random gift exchange. <laughs> so we make sure people don't get people two years in a row or like spouses don't get each other. We do a little name draw and then we get one person. So for example, this year, Jessica has me and I don't That's know right. what she's going to get me. She it's so fun. Know. But what's cool about this is that we set a price limit for it. So we say up to $100. 75 to 100 is kind of the range. If you mm -hmm. want to get eight little presents or if you want to get them one big present, that's a great thing. So for example, a couple of years ago, my dad had my name. He's like, Beth, what do you want? And I said, I really want a pair of Birkenstocks. So I went to the store, I picked out the ones that I wanted, picked the color, the size, and I had just texted dad the information. Mm -hmm. Five minutes, bada bing, bada boom, he ordered the Birkenstocks and it was the best present because I really yeah. wanted them, but I didn't want to buy them and yeah. he didn't really know what to get me. Oh, and dad was so happy to just know that he was getting you something that you were going to love. It was simple. Some people like more, Jessica likes more of the surprise, like, but that's a great thing that you could do with a bigger family or with like coworkers or even with a group of friends. You get to see what other people picked out and yes. it's more intentional yes. and you have a bigger budget to spend because sometimes for me, I'm like, oh, if I have to buy like 10 presents for these people in my family, then yeah. I just have to keep the budget really low. But if I know I have a hundred dollars that I can spend on someone get them something really nice and I can think through it a lot more and that's always really fun too yeah. and it's less stressful just the freeing up of the brain space and not having to think about 12 different people but just one or two that for me takes a lot off and totally. then makes it feel nicer not really about money but yeah that's about your sanity well and I think holidays. during the holidays having peace of mind even if it's not related to money it allows you to just be like more peaceful. I, I have shorter. no statistics on this, but I think probably people spend more money when they're stressed. I think that's probably true. Yeah, so I do. If you have some scientific study that you guys know about, listeners, please send it in <laughs> yeah, to back we, up my random opinion. We would love to hear that. Low stress, I think, really will help you stay in the budget better. Well, and it just makes the gifts more meaningful because I think what happens around the holidays, everyone's giving gifts. And so mm -hmm. then it's like the gifts start to lose their meaning because you're going to five white elephant gift exchanges and then you're getting everyone in your family present, everyone in your coworkers, right, everyone in your group of friends. For people who have a lot of kids in the family, the rule that we have in our family, we have everyone's allowed to get the mm -hmm. niece presents. We don't right. put her in the gift exchange, so then it's not like losing out on the kids when everyone wants right. to get the fun gifts. Because when you're 18 months, you're not as good at picking out presents. Uh, it's so true. We thought yeah. we, shouldn't we, put thought her we wouldn't exchange. put her in the gift exchange. <laughs> That's right. We want to leave you with one thing. Do it or don't. Up to you. Yeah. We're going to put one of our bath salt recipes on the show notes. We'll describe it a little bit here. It's very customizable mm -hmm. because you can put whatever essential oils you want yeah. into it. And it's pretty forgiving. The recipe we're going to give you, it's not going to be exact measurements, but it'll tell you the ratios so that you can make as much or as little as you need. The base of it, obviously, for a bath salt recipe would be salt. Which you can buy a big jug of at a Walmart big for old like thing of Epsom salt. $5. If you want to get fancy and throw some sea salt in there, you can Ooh, mix the one. salts or just do Epsom salts. Yeah. But six parts of that. If you want, some people like this, some people don't, you can put one part of a softener in. I've never done that before. That sounds like so a great idea. So this is baking soda or powdered milk. It makes the water a little more moisturized feeling. Mm. But again, that's going to depend on you. And some people have sensitivity to baking soda. So think about that before you put it in. But I like to use those. And then my favorite part the essential oils. Yes, Beth Jessica Water. and I both love essential oils. Shout out to doTERRA oils, which we yeah, use. Yeah. What are some of your favorite combinations? I really personally like peppermint and mm. wild orange. That's Together. always a really great combination. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of like a fresh. Yeah. Lavender is always good. Mm -hmm. Tree scents are really nice. You know, cypress, yeah. cedarwood. Oh, what are some of your favorites? I love mixing a woodsy type one, like the cypress or mm -hmm. the frankincense 
with something a little more flowery. Floral, like lavender. Like lavender or Lang Lang. I love Lang Lang. Yeah, that's a good smelling one. Mixed with things. It really adds a nice sweetness to the top. And in those, I actually love to add a little bit of a minty something too Mm. or like a eucalyptus. Oh, yeah, eucalyptus is a good one. Floral, woodsy, I mean, if you want to just keep it safe, lavender is a good safe bet or peppermint. Yeah. Especially if it's like Christmas, you want to go like peppermint themed. We use a higher grade essential oil but you can buy the lower grade ones if it's just Mm -hmm. for bath salts and put them in there what i've done before when i've made bath salts is i go to a thrift store and i buy some mason jars or like some cute jars and then i usually put like a bow and then like a little instruction gift tag on there yep you can write a little poem about bath salts (laughs) you could tell them do it or don't you guys yeah you can make it you you can make it as fancy or not fancy as you want but i find that the jars just add a classier touch and then i love mason jars so being able to reuse it later yes is a great thing so sometimes things come in like cute little tins. Oh, yeah, So tins. I'll save different tins. So stuff like that can be great for packaging things like this that you don't even need to put wrapping paper and stuff on it. It yeah. can be beautiful it's just, just like as is. Tin. We'll put the recipe on the show notes so you guys can see that. There's also tons of other things that you can make. Candles, chapstick. Um, don't Why don't know. you tell us? Why don't you guys send yeah, some of your that's ideas? That's a great definitely want to hear from you guys so if you have any suggestions for us about things that you like to make at home ideas of how to save money on gifts Mm -hmm. you can email us at frugaliciouspod at gmail.com you can also post anything on instagram facebook where we are at frugaliciouspod we'd love to hear from you and we even want to feature some listener suggestions on the show in the future well thanks for joining us you guys for this first of our three-part holiday series the next two episodes will be travel mm, tips. Good one. And then we'll be talking about food. Be frugal, be fabulous, and let's talk soon. Bye. Bye. Don't buy into the FOMO. We spend money like slow mo. But we ain't broke, no. Because every penny makes sense. Can I get an amen? Amen. Get out of debt. It's where the money's at. And where the money's at. <laughs> we do the budget dance. Thanks for listening. For any information related to this podcast, you can go to frugaliciouspod.com for show notes. Our music is by Atoria, and this week we want to give special thanks to our mom for teaching us about the gift box and helping us give nice gifts to our friends without having to run to the mall every time. Thanks, Thanks, mom. Mom. You can subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you have the time, we'd love it if you would rate and review us. It really helps people to find out about the show, and of course, it helps make the world a more frugalicious place. (laughs) What should we thank mom for this time? The gift box for forcing us to use a gift box even when we didn't want to. Thanks, Mom, for not taking us to the mall to buy it. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Okay.